millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. And, of course, don't forget you can hear me live all week from 4pm on Drive Time. Uh, loads of different co-hosts. In fact, on Monday, I'm alongside the Smurf, Danny Murphy. I think I've got Andy Townsend, Funboy Jason Cundy, to name but three. Anyway, let's start with the big news. England take on Spain in the European Under-21 Championship Final. Live on TalkSport, 5pm today. Former England Under-21 gaffer Stuart Pearce joined the TalkSport Breakfast Show to preview the game. Can Lee Carsley's men bring it home? You know, we enjoy this experience and this challenge that we've got, so, you know, why can't we win it? Creativity in the team's fantastic. Smith-Rowe taps it in! And England are going to win their first group game of the Euros! England are flying. Togetherness of the group, but you can definitely see that in this, in this group, group of players. I was very impressed, and, and I said it. They've got to be favourites for the tournament. Gibbs White cuts it back. Gordon! Oh, brilliant finish! We're going to really go out there and try and attack every team. And um, yeah, I'm confident that we can do well. England surely now are heading into the final. I mean, what Lee's done, he, you know, he's not played with a sort of recognised centre forward, if you like, you know, playing Gibbs White and, and Gordon sort of playing in and around the strikers. And it's worked really well. The creativity in the team's fantastic. Cross towards Gibbs White with a header. And Morgan Gibbs White steers England into the lead Gibbs White cuts it back Gordon oh brilliant finish Archer's come on who is a recognised centre forward and offered decent goals from the bench and the thing they've got is a little bit of depth as well and it's been smashed in by Cameron Archer Smith Rowe taps it in Spain on the other hand I I think Ukraine ain't a bad side and Spain put them to the sword 5-1 and they're an impressive outfit to be fair both are I think the two best teams in the tournament and for the first time in four 14 years, England's young Lions can start to plan for a final. I've been covering it and I was asked to make a prediction leading into it and I probably, I just edged on Spain on what I've seen. You know, my my heart wants England to win and I'm desperate for England to win. But I think on what I saw, certainly over the tournament and in the semis, I think Spain might just have a little bit more, but it's going to be a great game. Formula One champion Max Verstappen is on course to win his third consecutive title. And ahead of the British Grand Prix at Silverstone this weekend, he sat down for a chat with TalkSport's resident F1 superfan, Jermaine Pennant. (laughs) 
Max, thank you for taking the time out um, and, and speaking to us. Talk Sport, the greatest sports radio in the UK. Um, let's dive into it. Five wins from five. You're showing so much dominance right now. Do you feel like you're getting the credit you deserve? You know, and there's a danger that people might be putting down to the car. You know, for me, it's never really been about just getting the, the credit I deserve because I don't know. I mean, um, for me, it's more important that I just, uh, you know, focus on the performance of the car, myself, you know, making everything work. And, uh, yeah, just uh, the relationship with the team. And then, I mean, uh, probably it's also just very hard, you know, when you're not within the team, you don't really know what's going on fully, right? So you can't probably appreciate as much what what has been done. Of course, it's easy to say, you know, the car is great, it's the best out there, which it is, but you still need to deliver, you know. Every single weekend, you need to be you need to try and be perfect. I know being perfect is super hard, but I try to be as close as possible all the time. We say two years ago was probably the most compelling uh, mystery in F1, exciting, entertaining. Do you miss the battles head-to-head with Lewis Hamilton? Well, I think in general, I mean, that's what we have been doing from when we were little kids, right? The competition. Of course, Formula 1 is like that, unfortunately, that most of the time there is a dominant team. If you look back at the history, it's always been like one team dominating for a few years, and then you have the odd one or two years where it doesn't happen. And yeah, you just have to appreciate those moments where it does happen. But on the other hand, I mean, it would be unfair as well to now say, well, because we are dominating, we should be slowed down or whatever. That's just how how Formula 1 works as well. I know you're a big football fan. Do you follow any teams in the Premier League? Don't say Man United. Oh, this interview, oh God. This interview, this oh interview God. will be finished. Yes, well, I'm a United... Oh, <laughs> we're going to go. Can we cut this interview, please? <laughs> I'm yeah. a Liverpool fan. I'm obviously used to play for Liverpool myself, but yeah. oh, you just ruined it. Well... I'm a, you know, it's I do, it's it's not like I'm a diehard United fan. I mean, I'm talking to Virgil as well, you know, Liverpool players, stuff like that. So for me, I enjoy when I see a great match, when I see great football. And uh, I think the Premier League is the best league out there. A lot of great players. I think Man City is winning a little bit too much. But then again, I can say the same as uh, from us, right? So, <laughs> it's like Red Bull, Yeah, Man City. so, <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, the other ones need to get better. On now to cricket. It was a mixed old day for England in the Ashes. Here's TalkSport's cricket editor, John Norman, followed by 2005 Ashes winner, Steve Hammy-Harmson. That is Stumps here at uh, Headingley. England uh, will live to fight another day. I'm not sure how. At times, uh, Australia have finished today 116 for four. So the lead is a healthy one, but not a match-winning one. 142 runs with Mitchell Marsh and Travis Head at the crease. England will, will fancy themselves to chase 260, 280, 300 on this surface because I still don't think the surface has got you know, a huge amount of demons in it. Unfortunately, on the surface, you've got some fine, fine quality bowlers and the batting hasn't been up to scratch. But if England fourth innings have to chase something right, what they know and what they're good at, what's in front of them, then you might think, you know what, sometimes it is bizarre that the highest score in the game does happen in the fourth innings. Um, and you'd, you'd back England to, to, to do that. And the fact that uh, England got close to Australia's first innings total was just down to that man again, Ben Stokes. Last man out for 80, six fours and five sixes in his innings. And uh, England got within touching distance of Australia's first innings score. And then when Australia came out to bat, they kind of shot themselves in the foot as well. Captains, they were magnificent today, both of them. Ben was, was phenomenal at the end of the innings to get England back in the series. And we talk about it back in the series, yeah, because Ben Stokes holds out all of a sudden 70-run, 60-70-run lead and that's it, game over. Pat Cummins ran down the hill at 
Henley, and he was he was breathtaking the way he he sort of let the energy into length is just unbelievable. And that ball, I think Jared Kimber said it a couple of days ago, the ball that would define him, which is the ball that sort of going angle toward middle stump, and then it just sort of nips away and takes the off stump. But the way the Australian captain did what he did proved what a you know an unbelievable champion bowler he is best bowler in the world in my opinion and um there were the there were the two sort of headline acts on this uh on this day of of tense ashes cricket to tennis now and andy murray's out of wimbledon here's talk sports lisa o'sullivan with more There was a swift dive from excited hope to resigned acceptance as all three British men were halted in their tracks. Murray, beaten in five sets, did very little wrong. The match effectively decided by a drop-in level in the third game of the decider, seized on by Sitsipas, who went on to serve out the match with an ace. I'm obviously very disappointed just now. Obviously, you never know how many opportunities you're going to get to play here. So, yeah, the, the defeats maybe yeah, feel, feel a bit tougher, but to be honest... Every year that Wimbledon's not gone how it like it's been it's been hard. Um, there were some things I did did very well, others things that I did poorly. You know, obviously only lost serve once across. I think I only lost serve once across five sets. Um, but my return game was 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 not good enough. Cameron Norrie was dealt a knockout blow by Christopher Eubanks. The six foot seven American says his four set win over the British number one at Wimbledon is by far his best result ever. And despite fighting a valiant rearguard action, Liam Brody also went out on day five. Canadian talent Denis Shapovalov forced to come from behind to oust Brody, who's banking a healthy check as well as a highly useful boost in the rankings. Now, the new Chelsea manager, Mauricio Pochettino, has been speaking to the media for the first time since his appointment and TalkSport's Alex Crook asked him if he was a better coach now than when he was at Spurs. By far much better. By far much better because the experience uh, provides you better no? understanding about, about everything, not only the knowledge about the, the game, if not all that, how you, you need to behave also outside on and off the, the beach. And I think, for sure, I am much better, uh, much better coach, much, much better also person, for sure, after my, my experience outside of the Premier League. Do you have a point to prove back in the Premier League? Do you need to prove yourself again? Always. I think this is, is this our motivation, our, our challenge, no? I think every day we are exigent and, and we try to prove that we are right. That is part of our nature. We are competitive. I know we want to be better, for sure. For sure, yes. For sure, yes. Stay with managers and Huddersfield's manager, Neil Warnock, joined the breakfast show on TalkSport yesterday to discuss his preparations for the new season and how his management style has changed over the decades. You can still give a, a, a telling off, a, a relicking, which I do here and there. But I think you've got to do it in a different way now. You, can, you know, you can't you can't go when I was younger, you know, kicking things and throwing things and all sorts of things. What about that one where you said, uh, I can't look at you, you make me feel sick? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that documentary? It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but the thing is, Dean, I don't want injured players at half-time sat around because 
Oh, the other players are thinking, oh, injuries, you know, you get in. I don't want them thinking about injuries. I want them thinking about, I'm going to win that next tackle. I'm going to win that next header. And the injured players around it, it always upsets me. Like, get out of my way, you know. As soon as the whistle goes, Dean, it's like, if I give a rollicking at the end of a game, I'll, I'll give a telling off and then I'll go to the press conference. When I finish the press conference and I come back, it's all gone. I don't ever dwell on anything. I had managers, Jim Eiley, he wouldn't talk to you for three weeks. Neil, you know, can you remember Les Chappell? Yeah. Red in striker, Doncaster. He was yeah. my youth team coach. We played at Leicester in a reserve game. Ball went over the top. I never chased it. Goalkeeper picked the ball up. Sent me home for a week. Don't yeah. come back for a week. And then I, I played you... for Wales when I was 37. Yeah. Against Ukraine. And the ball went over the top, and I thought about not chasing it, and Les Chappell's face come into my head. I thought <laughs> I'd better run after that. Yeah. So they give well, you habits, don't the they, things, that stick. The things that register in your mind, Dean, and they make you a better player. And, and at the time, you might not think so, but little things like that, you know, you remember. I remember a quick story. Victor Moses, he, he, he didn't used to work hard at all. He used to do, he got great ability, but he never worked hard. And he'd, I'd had enough of him, and I said to him one day, we were at Cardiff, chucking it down with rain, night match, and I says to him, listen, Victor, you've got to decide what you want to do. You've got every attribute, but you don't work hard enough. Tonight, I want to see you working hard, showing me that you can run back, tackle, do things like that, in a horrible game like this with the weather. Anyhow, 90 minutes later, we won 1-0, and he... He played really well. I went on the pitch, put my arm around him, and I said, welcome, this is you now. This is your first game of you now. So going on, further on, years on. So he, he, goes, to, he goes to Chelsea's wing-back, plays well, goes to Nigeria, wins the player of the tournament in African Nations or something like that. And I text him straight after the core tournament finished, and I put, congratulations, Victor, lovely to see. And within four minutes of that, can you imagine this, in, in, in another country, Dean, he texts me back saying, Gaffer, thank you for Cardiff. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now, things like that are yeah. what makes my career, what, what I love, what people don't see. I love things like that about players. And wow. because they don't, they, don't, they don't forget. A lot of players don't forget because I want them to enjoy themselves when they're playing for me. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And finally, I was joined by my old sports bar mucker, the fumble Jason Cundy, on drive yesterday. So, um, listen, Spurs supposedly have offered Harry Kane a new deal. I don't know mm-hmm. how true that is, but that's what he reported yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's only got a year left on his contract. Yep. Um, Spurs have just got uh, Madison, James Madison. They've mm-hmm. got a new manager in Postacoglu. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd have a bit of role play. Yeah. Right? You're going to play the role of Ange Postacoglu. Yep. G'day, mate. I'm here now. Okay. I'm going to play the role of Harry Kane. I'll just play it with my voice. Legally, I think that's probably the best, best route. H. And we've got some sound effects. All right. And you're going to... Oh, sit that? yourself down, H. Do you want to... Oh, I'm not uh, in yet. Uh, that's, me, uh, that's me knocking uh, on the door. Who's that? Who's that? Who? Speak up. Go get yourself in, H. That's quite a quick door, isn't it? Is there no... Is there... Oh, I'm just cooking a barbie here, H. Do you want to toss a few shrimps on the barbie? Excuse, excuse me? I'm toss a few shrimps on the barbie. I'd love you to, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you... this might be the highlight of my career, by the way, <laughs> my radio career. What do you fancy, burger? Sorry, what? I've just come in to discuss my new deal. Rib? Do you want some ribs? There we go. Get the ribs on the old Barbie. <laughs> so, Ange, uh, Bayern Munich have come in for me. Get yourself a tin of Fosters, mate. Here we go. Oh, oh hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hello? Oh, you got, you, oh, wrong phone. You got, you got li- <laughs> Get up. You got to lift it. Get, there you go. Get up. Hello? All right, Danny boy. <laughs> Danny boy. Why, yeah. Why is she calling you? Why, why have you got the top? I'm not going to Norwich. <laughs> Been I'm there. fucking rubbish, man. Been there already. Is that Danny boy? Just let me finish. Yeah. Okay. Shut up. Yeah. Well, Shut listen. Up. Oh, my. <laughs> Put the phone down. No, listen, right? I He's think not... I'm going to go no, by Munich. Just let me finish. Listen, I'm telling you now, mate. He ain't selling you. You're staying here in London. You're staying with me. Right? Get yourself another tin of Foster's, mate. Okay. Or 4X. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. A couple of, chick, couple of chooks on the old Barbie, mate. <sighs> you staying or not? I'm, I'm petrified. I'm going to stay. I'm petrified to leave. Good. Thanks, Ange. Well, that's it for another podcast. Thing. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Of course, remember you can hear England against Spain in the final of the European Under-21 Championships on TalkSport this afternoon from 5pm. I'll be back on Monday for drive time, 4pm. Danny Murphy will be my co-host. Make sure you join me for that. There will, of course, be another one of these Danny Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out tomorrow. Till then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.